0: Hello and welcome to Sideline Story, a podcast all about sports and sports stories behind the scene. I'm Yang Guan and joining us here, as usual, are Brandon Gates and Fu Yu. Tennis French Open title contentions are in the final stages as the clay court specialists compete for the second Grand Slam trophy of the season. While top players are hoping to stake their claim, Chinese youngster Zhang Wen also made a major breakthrough, reaching the last 16 in the women's singles. Today, we will touch on her display at Roland Garros, as well as the title race pictures. Stay tuned. Zhang Jingwen, without a doubt, was the biggest surprise for Chinese fans at this year's French Open. uh, Ranked 74th in the world, the 19-year-old made an impression as the potential successor of Chinese tennis star Li Na when she defeated Simona Halib and Alice Cornet in what was only her second Grand Slam tour. Into the last 16, she also gave world well, number one, Iga Swiatek, a scare as the top seed Polish player and had to fight back from a set down to go through to the quarterfinals. Um, Brandon, how do you like Chen chin performance at the French Open? Are you a fan of hers?
1: I definitely am. I mean, her performance throughout the entire tournament was extremely imp- impressive, but of course most of the world will be talking about her performance against Iga Swiatek. And I think You know, the fact there were so many moments where she showed um, true mental strength and resilience. Um, I mean, when she removed the bandages from her leg, you know, Mm -hmm. and continued the match despite suffering with leg pain. And she was also struggling with uh, uh, stomach cramps, I believe. So she had to Mm -hmm. battle a couple of issues before even taking on the best tennis player in the world right now. And despite that, you know, she was playing in her first clay major and in the first set she saved five set points um, in what was an 82-minute opening set. And like you said, Swiatek had to battle from that set down um, to eventually win the match. Um, But I think even the French Open crowd were on their feet and congratulating um, the mental resilience that she Mm -hmm. showed and the fight that she showed. So I think... Of course, her performance at the French Open was extremely impressive, but I think going forward into the future, the fact that she's young and that she's shown such mental strength and talent, I think Chinese fans can be very excited about her, and I think that she could be a massive talent going forward into the future, and hopefully we can see her perform um, equally well, if not better, at future Grand Slam tournaments this year and going on into the future.
0: Mm-hmm. People have high expectations for her at the moment after her performance at the French Open. you what's your impression on her?
2: Um, I, I think John Timon's performance at the French Open is a very strong debut for the 19-year-old who's only competing in her second Grand Slam. I believe few people had a lot of expectations for her before Roland Garros, but they might have to think again next time they see Zheng Qinwen's name in the roster. She struck me as a fearless player on top of being young and talented. Mm -hmm. Defeating former world number one Simona Halep could just be the beginning of a stellar career for her. I was impressed by that victory over Halif, not only because who she defeated, more because of how much she'd grown from her matches. Mm-hmm. Um, Joan previously said that after her 3 sets loss to Halif earlier this year, she realized that she needed more patience against a more consistent opponent. Um I mean, at the age of 19, not every player is con- is conscious about what they need to work on before their coach or someone else had to point it out to them. And I think for Joan to be able to spot her weaknesses and have the determination to improve them is one of the qualities that will make the difference over the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was right about what she needed to improve. She was patient in rallies against both Uh, Halib and Iga Swiatek at the French Open, which helped her keep her cool, even if she didn't get off to a good start against both players. And after her convincing performance at Roland Garros, I believe she will match Lina's success, if not surpass it. Um, Actually, uh, I researched both of them, and they have a lot in common. Both are from Hubei, Mm -hmm. and both started training with the same coach and Joan looked up to lina as her idol um, she said that it was lina who made her dream about winning a grand slam and we know that in sports staring the dream can sometimes be the beginning of a future success that the players themselves may not even see coming so having that dream at such a young age and having the physical and mental strength to march toward that goal sounds like a good way for a 19 year old to begin her conquest and Mm -hmm. um, after lina chinese tennis fans have all been waiting for their next grand slam champion i think with um john breakthrough performance it's about time someone like her steps up and fulfills that expectations
0: Mm -hmm. she has a lot of potential in her Um, people also have discussions of comparing her with lina arguably the best um, tennis player so far in China. People say Zheng Qingwen is particularly strong on clay, just like um, Li Na. And um, she also says she likes the French Open a lot. If she could win one major, she would like her first to be the French Open. I'm especially impressed um, about her numerous smart drop shots in her game. She could always grasp the right moment. Uh, to make um, a nice drop shot when the two sides are in a stalemate, exchanging baseline rallies. And um, it always caught the opponent off guard, even for veteran uh, Smona Halib, who's got great experience in playing against different styles of players. Um, I saw many of Jones' points came this way uh, by taking the initiative to switch the rhythm on the court um, with the drop shots. And she looks very fit, with a height of 1.83 meters and great power as well. It gives her the ability to fire a surf of 170 kilometers per hour as early as 17 years old. Zheng now has become the fourth Chinese player to enter the women's singles last 16 at the French Open, following Zheng Jie, Zhang Shui as well as Li Na. Earlier in February this year, Zheng Chi-wen spoke to the International Tennis Federation about her career goal after her Grand Slam debut at the um, Australian Open, actually. Uh, She said she hopes to win at least one Grand Slam title in five years. Although she has been eliminated this year, it brings more anticipation from Chinese fans about her next year and in other WTA tournaments. Brandon, do you think she has the potential to win one or multiple Grand Slam titles.
1: She's definitely off to a good start. And like I said, um, she's definitely displayed her talent. Like you said, she's got good judgment. She's got a couple of assets, like a strong serve, a good drop shot. Um, She seems to read her opponents quite well. She's strong. She's fit. She's tall, which also really helps um, in the singles game. So she has a lot of physical attributes. But I think... Just from, what I've, from the very little that I've seen from her from this particular Grand Slam, I think what's going to take her even further than her talent is her mental fortitude. I think mm-hmm. that is so extremely important, especially in young athletes. So I think that her talent combined with her mental strength will really take her far into the future. Hopefully we won't see her suffer too many injuries or any setbacks going forward. But I can see her fulfilling that goal of um, winning a Grand Slam within five years. And if it's not within five years, I think she will at least win... A grand slam at some point in her career if she keeps going at this level and remains relatively injury three so we wish her all of the best and i think that chinese fans can definitely be very excited about her potential
0: mm-hmm. for you do you think a grand slam title discussion is too early for her you know sviontech won her maiden grand slam title at her age 19 or 20 something
2: mm. Yeah, I, I was just about to mention her. She, uh, The current world number one is not that much older than Zheng Qinwen, And um, I believe a Grand Slam title for the Chinese player within five years is definitely a realistic goal. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it took Lina longer than that. Um, I mean, between her Grand Slam debut uh, and her first title. Mm-hmm. So I I think... The, with the way tennis is developing right now and with the age that Zheng Qimun is playing in, I think she will sooner or later achieve that goal.
0: Let's see if she could reach that height Li Na did. Um, well, let's take a look at other highlights of this year's French Open. I would call Rafael Nadal beating his arch rival the world's number one and defending champion Novak Djokovic at the quarterfinals. The best match so far at Roland Garros this year, and probably the best even when the tournament is over. It's a final taking place too soon, in my opinion. Well, besides his display at this epic clash... Um, How does Rafael Nadal look in his quest for a record 14th French Open title? Brandon, has he returned to pre-surgery level? I
1: wouldn't say he's quite returned to that level yet. I mean, he is looking good. But, you know, despite the fact that he's looking good, he is also on his um, favorite surface. So, you know, that definitely plays in his favor. I think he's looking quite impressive and, you know, could potentially reach a decent level once again. I mean, it hasn't been plain sailing for him in this tournament. um, When he has come up against, you know, relatively quality opposition in the fourth round. And then, of course, Djokovic in the quarterfinal. It wasn't, you know, plain sailing. He did drop a couple of sets. So, you know, I wouldn't say he's back to his dominant pre-surgery best. Mm -hmm. But I do think that he is looking like an impressive specimen at this point in time. And I think that he is definitely the favourites um, to go on and you know potentially get, get, get to the final and, and win that final. So it'll be interesting to see what the outcome is and how far that he can go this season, not just on the clay court, but of course in other um, Grand Slam tournaments as well. But I think things are looking good for him, and I think that he can feel confident going into the rest of this tournament and the rest of the season. Hopefully he remains injury-free and his surgery doesn't cause him too many issues. Um, but at this point in time, I think things are looking up for Rafa Nadal.
0: Yes, early this year, at the Australian Open, Nadal won the Grand Slam a title and established that record with the 21 major trophies. I would say it's a, it's a miracle after Nadal just came back from the surgery, from a long absence from tennis. Then Roland Garros' event is what Nadal favours the most. Fu Yu do you agree that Nadal is still the king on clay? He still dominates the Paris event?
2: Absolutely. About Nadal at the French Open, I think there's nothing more need to be said about about him apart from his win over Djokovic at this year's tournament. Actually, both Nadal and Djokovic, as the only remaining players of the Big Four, um, a match between them, like you said, is like a final happening too soon and no matter what on what surface, it always feels like the equivalent of a derby in football and no one can challenge the fact that Nadal is still the king of clay. Even at the age of 36 with an injury, he still managed to overcome a younger and healthier Djokovic. Um, Although he had to do that over a five-setter, there's no doubt that Nadal is still the one to beat on this surface. Um, But what I'd really love to see is Nadal against Carlos Alcaraz. Mm. After his sensational win in Madrid, Alcaraz is tipped by many people as the next Nadal. And I'm curious about how he will fare against his idol in a Grand Slam. Last month, when he overcame Nadal at the Madrid Open, there were a lot less at stake and they had less pressure. So I'll reserve opinions about Alcaraz until the next French Open before he can prove himself against the best player on clay. Um, And that being said, I'll be really sad if we never get to see that happen because Nadal has been struggling with a foot injury, Mm -hmm. which is said to have gone pretty bad. And he will have surgeries after the French Open and miss Wimbledon. I'm not sure how long recovery will take and um, I'm not sure if he'll be able to return to the level he has been playing at because of his age. It's an old injury that has been developing for many years, but I definitely hope he will come back and win more titles potentially extend his Grand Slam winning record or at least have another opportunity to play against Alcaraz at some point in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Nadal himself also said he cannot know whether um, this would be his last French Open. Um, after all, Spaniard is uh, 36 years old and his chronic foot injury issues, as Fuyum, um said, mean that every tournament or even every match he plays in could be his last. So let's just um, cherish every moment of what he could bring us now on the court. Um, well, let's switch to Djokovic. Djokovic's vaccination status and his visa fiasco back at the Australian Open caused many controversies earlier this year. It means much of his schedule this year was disrupted. He then struggled with his game in Belgrade, it looked better in Madrid, then found top gear in Rome last month. Into the French Open, the vault number 1 appeared to be back in peak physical condition and uh, eased into the quarterfinals. However, as many as 53 unforced errors caused him the loss against Nadal. Of course, a defeat to the King of Clay at Roland Garros is never shameful, and Djokovic did put up a good fight, showing great resilience in that match. But still... There are voices that Djokovic is not in the same shape as he showed in last year's French Open, where he finally won the title. Brandon, do you agree that the vaccination issue has greatly affected Djokovic and impacted his form this year?
1: I'm not sure if it's greatly affected him. I think it's definitely distracted him mentally and it's kept him off the court at times. And of course, it stopped him from breaking the record that uh, Rafa Nadal now holds. Mm -hmm. Um so I think it definitely has played a role in his poor performance um just in recent months I would say I don't think it's going to affect him too much going forward into the future I think that he will regain top form and I think that once he gets back onto surfaces that he's more comfortable with um we may see him win a couple of grand slams going forward and you know reach the levels that he has previously mm-hmm. uh, like you said earlier I think the fact that he went down to you know the king of clay Rafa Nadal um but still put up a good fight was it was a good sign for Djokovic fans that he is still performing at a high level. Uh, but he isn't dominating like he has in previous seasons, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But I think that after this Grand Slam going forward, I think that he will reassess and you know take some time to get back on top of his game and work on certain aspects of his game that he needs to work on. And I think we will see better performances from Djokovic going ahead um, for the rest of the year.
0: For you... Does Djokovic have a chance still to win another Grand Slam or equal Nadel's record in winning majors?
2: I think in terms of winning another Grand Slam, he is still in the mix. He is still in contention. Um, But I definitely think the vaccination saga has affected Djokovic perhaps more so for his mental health. He's only got himself to blame. And here... I'm going to rant a little bit about him and his vaccination status. (laughs) I'm not criticizing him for not being vaccinated because it's his own choice and no one can force him to do it. But likewise, he can't blame the Australian authorities for refusing him entry because of COVID restrictions. Um, If he's made that choice, which is fine if uh, that's what he's determined to do, he should at least be prepared about the consequences. Um, Because of the vaccination issue, Djokovic is not allowed to apply for a visa to Australia within three years. And he said he doesn't hold a grudge and is keen to return to the Australian Open Mm -hmm. next year. When I saw this, I thought what privilege does he think he's got to hold grudges just because he's a star tennis player who doesn't fulfill a country's requirements for entry. He is a sportsman, so he should know better about fairness and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised or upset if I don't see him at the Australian open next year, but his choice about vaccination, which continued to be an issue for him throughout competition so far this year contributed to a dip in form. Um, Like you both said, he missed some tournaments because of that and didn't win his first title this year until last month in rome Mm -hmm. um so for a player like djokovic not being able to compete might have a bigger impact on the mental side of things for such a player who's used to winning i don't think he's had sufficient time to find his rhythm on the court because he hadn't played in as many matches competitively as he would have liked or if this whole thing about vaccination didn't happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Considering the travel restrictions earlier this year, I mean, Djokovic should be prepared for this outcome to bear um, mm. once he decided not to be vaccinated against COVID.
2: Mm. Uh, there's no guarantee that he will be allowed into the US Open. I, I think Wimbledon doesn't require vaccination but the COVID-19 jabs are definitely required if you want to compete in the U.S. Open.
0: Mm -hmm. He should feel lucky about Sabine (laughs) playing at French Open and Wimbledon probably. Okay, let's look at the women's singles. Let's get back to the women's singles. Um, World's number one, Igor Sviontaik has extended her winning streak to 34 matches to stay on course for her second French Open title In three years, Sviantec just celebrated her 21st birthday. It's amazing how she played so far this year at such a young age. Before the French Open, Sviantec has won five straight tournament titles. Brandon, can can we call um, Igor Sviantec now the absolute best women's player in the world?
1: I would say so at this point in time. I mean, she's definitely been by far the most consistent uh, women's player in the game for quite some time now. And I think her rise or her ascension has been quite a surprise. I don't think a lot of people saw her reaching this level. I mean, you know, she's not a naturally physical freak or, you know, she doesn't take massive risks on Mm. the court. You know, she's quite... um, She breaks her opponents down quite slowly and eventually she works them out. And it seems like she... She has this great ability to push her opponents out of their comfort zone. And, of course, I mean, she does have a lot of attributes. I think, you know, she's got a great topspin forehand. You know, she's got some great Mm -hmm. drop shots. She's very fit and physical, and she's deceptively strong um, for her relatively small frame. But I think the fact that she's been able to achieve such consistency for quite a good amount of time now obviously shows that she's at the peak of her powers and um, she she seems to be a lot more consistent than any of her counterparts. It'll be interesting to see how she performs in the final. But I would say definitely at this point in time, she's the, the greatest women's player in the world right
0: now. Mm-hmm. She is very consistent this year. Uh, but if we look at the women's seats, top seats uh, this year at Roland Garros, many of them were knocked out very early. Naomi Osaka... Emma Raducanu, Simona Halep, and it's not only in this year's French Open. In other Grand Slams, it's almost a common scene to see elite players crash out in early rounds these years. We've hardly seen top players who would dominate for a certain period of time, like what uh, Serena Williams, Maria Sharapova, or even earlier Stephanie Graf did. Yu, why do you think it's difficult for some top women's players these years to keep consistent?
2: I've asked myself the same question. <laughs> uh, firstly, very briefly about Iga Swiatek. I agree that she is among a group of players that evenly split the field in women's tennis at the moment. Mm. Um, I don't think we we don't see a long time dominating women's players because they are inconsistent. Um, we're so used to the big four or the big three dominating the men's matches that we forget it's completely normal to have new winners in sports competitions, especially in tennis, because each player has their favorite surface. So I'm, I'm okay with an open field in women's tennis, and I assume in men's as well after Nadal and Djokovic's retirement or when they uh, they approach the end of their career. In sports, nothing is guaranteed, and that's the beauty of it. The surprises, no matter uh, if they're good or bad, are usually what people remember most. So if there's no clear favorite in women's singles at a Grand Slam, all we have to do is wait to find out about the winner, which I will definitely have the patience to do because that's how you should really enjoy the sport.
0: Mm-hmm. Well said. Um, the exciting French Open wraps up the clay season of the tennis tour this Sunday. Next, players would gear up for the grass major in Wimbledon. Shall Roger Federer return? Would Djokovic recollect the form on grass? How would Sviantec perform on a different surface and surface? What can we anticipate from Chinese rocket girl Zhang Qingwen? I just can't wait. Find out. Okay, with that, we will wrap up this episode of Sideline Story. For more information, you can also check our website radio.cgtn.com. See you next time at Sideline Story.